Hello, and welcome to What Goes Bump in the Night. Hello and welcome to What Goes Bump Tonight. My name is Riley Clark, and alongside me is Trevor Jensen. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta say it with gusto. Gotta say it with gusto. And we are back with episode 126. Pew, 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 pew. And today is another night crew voted on listener special. And you guys voted for Haunted locations coming out as the winner by one oh, vote oh yeah by one vote is very close very close vote very so, close vote the haunted location we picked is Povleglia island crazy shit i didn't even know this place was a thing i didn't know anything about it come to find out that its history is very grim very very like the darkest one of the craziest histories I've ever heard of, of a place that I've never heard of, is probably the best way to say that. So, we are going to go ahead and dive on into some history. So, in north of Italy, you'll find what is called the v- Vientian Lagoon between the islands of Venice and Lido. Poveglia Island is situated. This island is often referred to as Plague Island. No other place in the world has seen so much suffering as this place. Residents of Venice refuse to go near the island, and they say it's haunted by many restless souls. So Poveglia Island is named in documents dating back from the year 421 after death. Super fucking old. Like, super duper fucking old. AD, baby. During the 9th century, the island was mainly inhabited by refugees from Padua and Est. When Venice, and thus also Poveglia, were under attack by Genoa, yeah, that's probably the best one, in 1379, the residents fled to another island called Guideca. This is Guido this Island. Guido. The that's fucking tan fist pumping. Yep. After this, the island was abandoned until fifteen twenty seven. Then the plague hit Italy. And thus Quarantine Island was born. So in the sixteenth century. The first ships, loaded with plague victims, arrived at the island. Venice began an I- as an island as well, was vulnerable for epidemics, leaving the sick and dead victims in Venice would have ca- catastrophic effects. That's why the sick and dead were transported to the abandoned Poveglia Island. The dead were thrown into deep pits. When these death pits were full, they were set on fire and covered with dirt. People claim Poveglia consists of 50% dirt and 50% human ashes. That's crazy. Basically, it's an island made of burned people. It's fucking insanity. 
the fact that like if there is actually like f- like full on truth to this like that it's uh, like a percentage of ash rather than just dirt too they should send scientists out there to measure that i mean i i doubt that it's literally 50 50 but like if there is any type of percentage even if it's like two percent is ash compared to the dirt that's like you're crazy. literally walking on people's cremations that's crazy one percent would be crazy. that's still a lot like a lot that's not a very like it's not a very big island no, it's not massive, massive, but it's also not, like, so, like, if you're a Michigan native, Traverse City. It's probably as big as Mackinac, honestly. Yeah, That's and, like, I would say looks. if you head up that way, like, Traverse City and Mackinac, like, way up up north, yeah. Like, Mackinac, probably, like, Traverse City, too. It's a smaller town. But they never sent people with the plague to Mackinac. No, no. <laughs> as far as I know. That yeah no that's fucking nuts. Um so here's some lore. Uh, creepy birds. Imagine being very very sick. You are taken away from your home and your family and put on a boat full of dead and near dead people. You know your days are numbered, and then you see the doctor. He wears a strange mask with the bird like beak. What kind of horror must these people have endured in their final moments? I can't even imagine how terrifying this must have been. The doctor's beak, by the way, was filled with herbs that would purify the illness. And that wasn't very true or very helpful. For we know that the plague was caused by bacteria, not a virus. But yeah, there were plague doctors... And this was a real thing where they would wear those crazy fucking masks that you see in movies and fucking Halloween shows and shit. It's fucking sick. And I love it. They look awesome. It's, yeah. And I mean, they did the right thing by moving the body so you don't literally let it infect your entire nation. There's nothing else they could do with the technology they had. Like, there's nothing. There's nothing. Here's something interesting about the island. Long after... Uh, the fires were extinguished after the Black Plague came through again in 1630. It's burning. Napoleon's military campaign relied on the island's ghostly legends and defendable position to protect stores of gunpowder and weapons. What? Really? Yeah. That's pretty gnarly. I'm not going to lie. I mean, that's actually really fucking cool. So... Napoleon used it as a safe. I was going to say, and he used the leverage of it's fucking haunted. Yeah. You don't want to come here. It's haunted. In 1630, that's what they're like. There's a bunch of ghosts there. You don't want to go there. Good for him. And people were just like, yeah, I ain't going there. He did the right thing. He's like sending people there to stash weapons and (laughs) gunpowder. Because he's a badass. Okay, so when the mass graves were discovered... A century later, the research stumbled upon something even more unsettling. In some graves, they found skulls with large pieces of rock clamped between the jaws. Whew. Oh, I know about this. Yep. I know about what they did. It's fucked up. In some graves, they found skulls with large pieces of rock. Yep. Uh, When a victim had died, a death pit was reopened. Sometimes a recently buried corpse had blood dripping from his or her mouth. Decomposition gases blew up the corpses, 
which sometimes caused internal organs to rupture. The blood coming from these organs found its way out through the mouth. Gross, I know, but it's how it works. But they didn't know back in the 16th century that back then they believed that a person had to be a vampire who was feasting on other corpses. Can you imagine that? Yeah. Like, they they think that these, like, dead bodies, because there's, like, blood coming out of them and they're, like, decomposing all fucked up, that they're like, he's a vampire, he's they're eating still him! Alive. Like, what the fuck? I mean, it makes sense, though. I mean, vampires were a huge legend back in the day. They were very scared of them. Yeah, and I mean, their solution to this was to put a stone in his mouth. Yeah, so he can't bite anything. And it would starve to death. Bro, I mean, I'd, like... It makes more sense than you're giving it. I know, but it's just like... Because it isn't just like a little rock. It's like a big rock. No, it's not the rock that's getting me. It's the fact that these fucking idiots are like... Oh, he's bleeding from his mouth. Even though he's... Like, he could be like completely fucking like dead dead. Like, dead. Like, there's no coming back, bro. Like... They didn't believe that, though. Because people came back from the dead all the time back then. (laughs) They would think people are dead and bury them, and then they'd actually be alive. Like, that happens so much. I just don't want to believe it, because it's fucking crazy. And, but like, it's just dude, so they were funny. so scared of the plague, too. Like, Oh, how would you not be? It killed millions. Like, it was these people that are just, like, zombies, essentially. and Walking fucking death. Yeah. The Black Plague was walking death. Yes. Like, I, you know what I mean? It was like, so it's just... contagious, too. You were screwed. <sighs> fucking A. Alright. Um, fishermen today still avoid Poveglia Island. They literally navigate around the area widely. They give that bitch a wide berth. When the skies are clear, you can allegedly see the skulls and bones under the water's surface. That's <sighs> pretty wild. When a skull or bone accidentally is caught in the net, the entire catch is thrown back into the deep. The fishermen rather take their loss than take the risk of around 160,000 plague victims that were buried and cremated on this island. 100 There's death pits, and 60,000. There's just bodies where they just burned the bodies. Like these pits, they, they like dug these pits and they would like pile people in them and burn them to their just ash basically. But like sometimes fucked. just the bones would be left or they'd left leave them to like just decompose naturally that is so fucked i'm trying to figure out how big the actual island is because like it you don't get a good justice of how like a hundred what i say thirty thousand on like they say a hundred and sixty thousand people hundred and sixty thousand that's right died on this island that's a lot of fucking people so there's actually a asylum on the island as well in the late, teen, late 1800s, the area's mentally ill resided in an asylum on Poveglia. The asylum was poorly constructed and was used as a place of exile rather than rehabilitation. There are rumors that the 1930s a doctor performed strange experiments on the patients. Here, eventually, the doctor went mad and threw himself from the asylum's tall bell tower through the bell tower was removed decades ago locals still claim to hear its chimes and echoes from the lonely island by the mid 20th century the facility was converted into a geriatric center which closed in 1975 today the entire 
island is abandoned, of course, and uh, it's also illegal to go onto the island. Oof. That's pretty crazy. So, I, for some reason, I literally am having the most trouble I've ever had in my entire life Googling how large some place was. Um, if I had to take a guess, five or six miles. You know what I mean? Like, just, like, taking a look at it. I would guess that it's, like, five miles long by, like, five miles wide. I don't think it's that big. Not even? Really? Uh, maybe I am over overshooting it, but regardless, 160... It's actually really hard to find, like, any information on this. We found a good website. It's 18 acres. 18 acres? That's it? That's it. 160,000 people on 18 acres. Woo, doggy. Good find, because that was fucking hard as shit for me to find. That's insane. That's insane. My hunting property is two times that size. That's insane. Like, it... 18 acres, bro, you could... Okay. Like it's do, it is a lot of land. do one more conversion land, for me. But it's it's not at the same. I time. need one more conversion for one hundred sixty thousand. How big so. is an acre compared to a football field? I don't even know. How you got you got to Google that for is. me, and then if we can get a good idea, be like, oh, it's eighteen football fields. That's not that big. One acre is. Ooh, here we go, drum roll. 4,840 4, square yards. So it's uh, it's like 30 football fields. No, I'm bigger than that still. I can't do math right now. Leave me alone. So it's it's not small, but it's not that big either, like we were saying. Okay, enough with that fucking bullshit. We've been fucking stuck on that One rabbit hole. Thousand seven hundred and sixty yards. Interesting. So it's ten football fields in one. Yeah, that's about yeah. Yeah. So in nineteen twenty-two. Here's. Oh, here we go. What do you got for me? So an acre is basically the ten-yard line to the goal line of a football field, and exactly how long it is. Really. So it's approximately two hundred eight. Point seven one feet by two hundred eight point seven one feet. Wow! Look at us. We're contractors now. <laughs> In nineteen twenty two, new people came to live on the island. This time, the new residents were psychiatric patients, like you were just saying. Um, typical mad scientist, like Riley was saying too. Uh. He was said to do like lobotomies. Ah, uh, yes, that's what. That's the one thing that you didn't hit on. Yeah, like he said, like literally, this is the time, and everybody was like, "Kill them all with the pick and the nose and the fucking popping of the brain." Like, nah, dude, that yeah, doesn't. The, that doctor was really big on experimenting with people's brains, doing lobotomies. Just why? Lights picking and all that shit. Which back then they believe it actually did something but it's it's kind of true because it does eh, do something eh. because a lot of those people they're not using that part of their brain eh. i don't know everything medical about it eh. i just know it like <laughs> i just don't stops 
that part of the brain from working or it something just, like that. You're completely to... you're completely changing the makeup of your anatomy at that point. Like I'm all There's for also a high chance of death. Not only that, but like I'm all for trying to take steps to make somebody better mental health wise. But when you're involuntarily admitted like that and irreversibly changed is probably the best way to say that like there is no going back from that surgery ever there's just not so and you have to be awake for it it's just no matter what way you cut it it's cruel literally torture yeah it's cruel and unusual and it's it's the one of the most taboo things that i think was wildly accepted in medical history (laughs) glad that's not around anymore which think about what that does to a person's psyche <laughs> look We're away and chew mowing down on M&Ms right now. dude they're really good I'm not gonna lie <laughs> that's the caramel ones if you haven't they're had so those. good they're so fucking good I'm gushing they're so good it's not hard to imagine the places overcrowded with residents or <laughs> residents restless souls fishermen claim to hear screams and moans from the island they say that the bell in the tower can be heard sometimes. Which I, yep, I mentioned. Whew, fucking nuts. Which would be impossible because the bell itself has been removed many years ago. Little Maria is a spirit that has been seen on the island for over 400 years. This young child most likely died from the plague, but she still roams the beach while she cries in a heartbreaking way. So this is just a little more lore of what they see around here in LA. Place I I really want to go check out one day because that's fucking cool. Granted, I mean, like, we'll probably get deported because we're going to go, like, break in. But, like, then again, like, maybe the Prime Minister will give us fucking super duper secret access because fuck, why not? There are also some spirits from the time it was used as a psychiatric hospital. Pietro... A man with two amputated legs used to race his wheelchair through the hospital. People claim they can hear the phantom wheelchair racing up and down the corridors. Frederico grins and laughs out loud the entire day, and the spirit of a young female is seen regularly as well. She has a terrifying expression on her face. People say she's scared of the mad doctor who still performs his sick experiments here. A pair of huge eyes have been seen just below the water's surface, and people see faces behind the windows of the hospital. So, I mean, there's quite a few claims of activity right here, and it's not, like, super in-depth stuff, but, like, if this is really happening, like, what do you, what would you classify that as? A intellectual manifestation because of trauma, or do you think it's, like, a poltergeist I mean, people have been saying it's haunted since the 1300s, so... Why do you think it's more haunted there than everywhere else? The sadness. Even before the mass dumping of the plague bodies, like, it seemed like it was... They were forced to leave. Yeah, you know it's always... I mean? they it's, went there, they've endured a lot of there, sadness. The people went there for safety, and they were probably like, wow, we're so safe here. And then they were forced out when the barbarians Fuck came your in safety. or whatever. And then the island just wasn't used and then that makes they're sense. like oh my gosh all these people are sick what do we do with them we're just gonna put them on this island 
There wasn't like yeah, they didn't provide anything for them. It's not like they gave them a way to live. There was probably no food. They probably, probably dumped nothing. them the fuck off and said bye bye. Yeah, they're probably sending them. They gave them the, the plague doctors, the birdmen. They're probably sending them on on a boat and just said, uh, "See you in forty days." I know that for a fact that they they waited forty days. Yeah, but if you have the plague, you're not going to. There's last no records days. of them ever letting anybody come back, as from the sounds of it. Sounds like it had a high kill total. Like its KD was fucking off the charts. Yeah, this island remains undefeated against humans. What a champ. Uh, what a dynasty, actually. People claim being watched and even followed around the island during their visit. Some get emotional when stepping on the island. Feeling deep dread and sorrow, the hospital can be entered on several places. But the easiest entrance is the scariest. You'd have to crawl through one of the cremators. Visitors to the hospital claim to see shadows on the walls that appear to follow them throughout the entire facility. Sometimes people get scratched and pushed, and in the end, nobody leaves the island unshaken. God, we should take a trip to Italy. Please. Please. It's not far. It's like a mile outside of Venice. Three miles, I think. Really? I mean, that's And, like, if you're going to go to Italy, tourist, where are you going to go? Tourist destinations go right there, Venice. baby. <laughs> So, the Ghost Adventures crew was given permission to film there. Uh, If they're given the Ghost Adventures crew... They've given other people access. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it would be... Exploring with Josh has been there. Yes, Theory's been there. There was a bunch of videos on YouTube of other people being there. I don't think it would be that if we could get there and set something up. I bet you we could go do this. Which I mean, this this would be like a dream. This would be insane. This would probably be the most intense place we could ever investigate. I consider this probably one of the most like haunted places. Just be. I've never heard of a background so dark. No, like literally, murders and things have happened. You know, like you think of like even just like battlefields, like Gettysburg and things like that. Like, yeah, a lot of people died. But 160,000 people's remains are more than likely scattered. They were scattered. there to die. Yeah, are scattered throughout the land, too. And the land is its not as big as you think. If you look at a picture and you you give it a good, like, scaling of how big the, the actual building is compared to what the island is, it's not that big. <laughs> no, 18 acres for 160,000 people. Like, think of trying to put a city that big inside of that. Like, it's like the, it's like a good once, sized but, mall. Yeah, that's probably the best way to say it. it's like a, the compound of a good sized mall with the parking lots. That's yeah. probably the best way to explain that. Yeah, that's with, probably good. Yeah, and that I mean, if you really, really think about that, what the fuck? That I don't even I don't even know how you fit one hundred sixty thousand people in that tight of an area. I have no idea. And I mean, granted, they probably weren't all coming all at once, but I want to know what, like, the highest number of patients and people that they were on that island at one time was, because it had to be pretty fucking high. So, a Mall America is, like, two, is 129 acres. Damn. That's big. What did we say that the island was? 18. <laughs> yeah! 
Yeah, what the fuck, dude? So all of America is bigger than this island by a lot. What the fuck? Like, seriously, you can fly a drone probably a mile, less than a mile up and, yeah, way less than a mile and get the whole picture. Yeah. I mean, dude, that's seriously fucking crazy. Like, that's so crazy. It's so creepy looking, too. Like, just going through here and, like, looking at photos of it, like... Because obviously people are getting either going there. Can we buy land on Poveglia? I don't know if the government owns it. If the government owns it, could we not buy property off of them? No, because I think they've, from videos I've watched, they've wanted to sell it for a long time, but I don't think anyone wants it. (laughs) Would you live on it? No. Why? No way. If they gave you a price to say you could have your own island and you can no, do whatever you want with human it. Human bones everywhere. I might be moving to Italy. If they gave me if they gave me the opportunity to buy this place, I would demol I wouldn't demolish anything. I would actually keep it. And None of it's good thing. though. You wouldn't be able to do anything with it. Yes, you could. You could this make shit a is sick crap. You could make a book. sick ass house on the shoreline it's so decrepit yeah but you can make a sick ass house on the shoreline and then you have all that real estate to play with and all the ghosts to catch i mean that would be the cool part you would you if you lived on that island i bet you you would be the most famous ghost hunter ever because you would literally catch the most realistic, real fucking crazy evidence Look ever. Look at that, bro. Like, that's where you want to you want. No, I'm not saying that? I want to live in this building. There's I literally build piles of dead bodies. I don't want to... I'm not going to fuck Can with the dead bodies. Can you imagine if they could have taken photos back then? No. What those photos would have looked like? You just have this plague doctor standing in front of a pile of dead bodies on fire? No. I mean, I guess you would probably... Is fucked up to laugh <laughs> No, I think you would... This is even more fucked up to compare it to, but it would probably be like the Holocaust photos. Yeah. Like that's I'm not not underselling any of this, by the way. Both are terrible. I mean what they did was They're terrible, different. but yeah. there was nothing else for them to do. They had no other choice but to send these people to this island. They and had no way them. to cure it, so literally the word quarantine comes from this island. That's fucked up. That that's actually fucked up. So let let's just say you guys be the judges. Do you think this place is haunted? Cause I I'm on the bandwagon. Fuck yeah, it's haunted. So haunted, so haunted. Not even a. I mean, if a place, if people when Napoleon were alive were saying that it was haunted, and that's the reason why he kept his freaking gunpowder and weapons there. Because no one would go there because it's so haunted. And nobody did because it's so haunted. I believe it. So I'll just say this. Are M&M's tasty? Yes. Is Poveglia Island haunted? Yes. One and the same. (laughs) (laughs) So that I'm glad that we proved that one. I'd never have heard this place until today. Really? You've never seen that Ghost Adventures? Is it new? Season three. No, it's not. Yeah. And they go through this building, too? Yeah, they go to the the Ash Island and everything. All right, I'm going to have to go home and watch that. 
after I had to go take Crazy. a I had to go take apart my fucking vacuum. He actually got tore apart for that episode because he why he what possessed. And oh, and they were like bullshit and shit. It's all bullshit. And he was like freaking out a lot the entire episode, but. <laughs> I don't. It's a good episode. It's I really cool. I agree. They do catch a figure. That's fucking nuts. So they do catch a lot of really good evidence too. I don't know if we've talked about this previously, but how do you feel about TV possessions compared to what it actually feels like for you and I? Okay, that twenty-seven days show or twenty-nine days show? Realistic, more or less, to me than it. That was, was. the most realistic like possession I've ever seen. I would think so too. Because he changed so much. Like the guy that got possessed. the bigger guy. Yeah, yeah. He was so like when they first did it, he was like so like we're gonna catch ghosts, blah 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 blah. And then he was like, and then he was drained and just yeah. Like you could see his his mannerisms changed. Didn't want to do changed. anything paranormal yeah. anymore. And was confrontational. Like, yeah, it was so weird. It just yeah. seemed like he wasn't acting. There's no rate because like the first like 15 days he was so gung ho about catching stuff and like doing all these cool experiments he had planned and stuff right. and then all of a sudden he just didn't want to do the experiments and he didn't want to catch ghosts we just... should reach out and see if we can't do that show just, you know like just do it for fun to like reach out and see if we can because at least then everybody knows that the background that we have it's like do we're no bullshit ever like we might bullshit but we're not like lying about the things that we've encountered or things that we've seen. We're also very skeptical at heart. So I mean, just like two two realistic blue collar skeptics. I think if you if you let them take a place over for a month, and it's supposed to be incredibly haunted, like the Basilica, stuff. like how like Axe Murder House, you know what I mean? Like shit like that, where it's super the island for a month, and you know what I mean? Like it's just. Okay, like we're just here, we're locked in, like there's a safety net if we need it, but we're just doing this. <sighs> I'm all about it. I'm not gonna sick. lie. I'd be so about it. fucking cool. And then then we can prove be like I legitimately felt weird. I don't know if I was being possessed by like anything because I don't know how much I believe in the possession that I see on TV. Cause it's really corny sometimes, and it's it follows every fucking every movie trope to a T. So I like to to me when I felt like I've been possessed with quotations around the possession, I've I felt different. I think what you're talking about is empathic feelings, though. So it's not even a possession. It's just it's, it's just the empathy. Yes. See, and I would believe that because it, I will literally like if you are in a bad mood, oh, watch out, we're gonna be we're gonna be grumpy, or like if you're in a really cheery mood, like yeah, like I'll be cheery with yeah, you. Yeah, I think like, that's what some people get confused is like feeling something that isn't yours yeah. is more empathic, but like doing actions that aren't like you is more of that makes possession. sense. Like, like say so, like yeah i see what you're saying I'm just like way, yeah. anytime that you ask to like hang out or something i'm just like no i'm good yeah and or like getting anxious instead of like not doing something like you do it differently is what you're saying yeah yeah like you just your mannerisms change like maybe i do something a lot and i don't realize i do so it. i'm on so. time every day and i don't ever miss a phone call or a text <laughs> 
Yeah, that's a good good It's a good bad change. Where it's like, hey, something's up. But like I could live with this. I feel like you know what I'm talking about, but I, I feel do. Like it's not coming I'm, through the I'm mic. I'm flipping the it because it's me, funny. <laughs> but it might not be coming through the mic the way people. Oh no, are we're just. It. This is how we literally talk to each other all the time. So <laughs> I, this is just funny to me. No, but I 100 percent believe about. that. Like if I was to all of a sudden be more aggressive or like. Oh yeah. Like. Oh, dude. There's been more standoffish. There, like, yeah. There's been like a good period of time where I've noticed like if you were in a funk, you can easily tell. Just because, like, the way you talk is different, you know, like, the way you carry yourself, like, length and shortness of conversation is also a very key indicator of certain things like that, too. So, yeah, I can see those mannerisms playing into, like, oh, he was definitely not himself, but a possession still. I think a lot of that on TV, to, like, circle all the way back to the beginning of this, is a lot of it's fake because... A lot of probably a lot of nothing is going on, and they need camera, like screen time. Yeah, they we talk need about stuff. that all the time. It's like after you know making paranormal videos for as long as we have already, and not being so good at it, finding stuff to put in that's actually interesting is or funny. so hard. Yeah, unless it was something that like happened and we, we remembered that it happened. That yeah, night. a lot of other stuff just gets lost in the the emotion the whole the swing of it and then having to watch back seven eight hours worth of film listen to the audio and there it's like a two-man job and granted i don't even get to put as much time and effort as i would like to in it because i'm raising a child Woo, doggy there's a lot of work to be done and we both work 40 45 50 hours a week yeah <laughs> sucks sometimes but it's so worth it if if you are ever getting a stick up your butt to go ghost hunting and you want to do it like legitimately don't think that you have to like record no you're doing it just do it go enjoy it make it a new hobby just take photos on your phone like you all you need literally you don't need all phone. the crazy equipment yeah you literally just all of our evidence we've ever captured basically has been on a phone 75 percent of the things that we have experienced have been just us experience them without getting them on film or any audio or anything like that and some of the best shit that we've ever heard or seen was not with a camera or a fucking recorder right like the night we were at nunica and we brought nothing with us oh no we that's the files that got corrupted yeah that was that was terrible or when we're at double j and we were about ready to like end the night and we went back to oh yeah um, the the back 40 and that fucking door closed and they were all fucking locked how nobody's awake at three in the morning nothing was going on there and it was dead ass silent and literally the only ones on the entire it was fucking insane dude like i just it's fucking insane so yeah i i put a lot of stock into like yes i think that 27 days show whatever it's called 27 i think it's 29 days or 29 something. days in <laughs> not like the the lockup show but i think that one is the best out of all of all of the newer ones and i think ghost adventures continues to stay on point yeah and they 80 percent of what they put out there is good evidence yes the other 20 percent i question and that's yes. only because it's a big production that's been on they for so many years. The like the figures they catch, I think, are the most interesting. Those are the hardest ones to deny. 
And I think sometimes you like we're going such a rabbit hole here, but like, hear me out. So, you know, when you want to hear something and you have an audio file of, say, a disembodied voice, your brain will make it sound like what you want it to, but not actually what it is. So, like, say, like, you imply as soon as you hear it, but you don't let anybody else listen to it yet. Right. And you go, it says, I want to. Well, when you play it back. I'm thinking I need to listen for I want to, but what if it actually doesn't say that and it's like I think that happens a lot. Like yeah, you, you hear it real time is the response that you want to hear. Yep. But when you play it back, it's saying something completely. Yep. Different. And I I think Ghost Adventures doesn't always do a great job of that. So you'll you'll hear them all get super excited, say something, and then. You listen to it back, you turn it up on your speaker at home, and then you're like, I didn't hear what he heard. And you're like, well, now I'm questioning it. That's happened a lot with the uh, audience we've captured, too. Like, yep. Sometimes we'll just put text that says... Un- unexplained audio. Unexplained audio, because it it makes no sense. Me and Riley are at odds. We're like, I thought it said this. Well, I thought it said this. I can't fucking make it out, because apparently I have old ears. <laughs> I, I don't know but like names if it says like if you hear like names coming through or something too like it one name can sound like like 10 name. names yeah or like 10 different names yeah exactly mm-hmm. oh or like the time that we caught that dude's voice with the lucky i thought it said uh-huh yeah and you thought it said something completely different yep yep yeah i it's all about perception and I mean, the evidence is there that they caught something, but I, I think they kind of steer you in a direction that you don't always need to be, like, steered in. But not, it's not a dig. It's just everybody investigates differently. So, like like I was saying, if you have an itch how up your butt, you do it. How would you attack the island? How would I attack it? Yeah, how would you investigate it? Tip to toe. So I would start at the end without the hospital. And I would, so you're, you're I would, I would section ash, it off. You're, you're starting in the Ash Island. Yeah, and I would spend a night. So, like, doesn't it look like three, three sections? So, all right, let's talk about let's since we're talking about the twenty nine days, or whatever. You get twenty nine days. We're on the island together. We're investigating, in case they ever hear this. And yeah. Like, oh, these guys got it down, and they want to put us on their show. I would. How are you I attacking? Would, yeah, Give I me would day start one through five. So day one, and is this? Do we have an unlimited budget unlimited at this point? Budget. So like we can use we we have our own we equipment, have, but they're giving us access to better equipment. Netflix's fucking credit card. Whoa, ambient music right there. You get copyright. We have a so Netflix credit card. We I I would say we go set up static night vision cameras all throughout the hospital and in key locations where there's clearings and things where there's not obscured points. Okay, so points. you're putting cameras on the hospital side when you're going to be staying on the other side. And, so yeah, and throughout tabs. throughout the whole island. So Big I would... tabs on everything. Yeah, I, w- I would go mark... I'd walk the island completely before anything. M- mid-morning, I'd get up brisk... 18 acres, you could walk that thing 20 yeah, times brisk, a Yeah, brisk walk on a, a very cool morning, you know. Very sunny out, nice, just birds are chirping and you fucking walking around the island and you find you combine a like on the ashy side right you combine a, like a big old pile of bones 
right, I'm putting a camera so it's looking off into the distance where there's like an opening, not in the forest, you know, per se, but like there's a good clear line of vision. And then doing that throughout the forest parts of it where it's just trees and other things like that. And then once you start getting closer to the hospital, you know, you start hitting every angle of the hospital on the outside. So you get all the windows, you know, the bell tower, all of that. Then you go inside, you set up cameras on the inside. And then the real question begins, are we going to camp by the hospital or are we going to camp on the opposite side and then make our way with our campsite moving every night? I say we camp on the little island way out in front. Yeah. Like helipad looking spot. Helipad thing? Is it connected? I'm looking at a different picture, so no, it's like it's a side not. view. So we'd have to row our way in there every night? Yeah. Hell no. I'm saying we stay directly like just outside the hospital or inside the hospital. All right. I'm saying we stay balls deep in that bitch. Or we go up in the fucking bell I'm not tower. not staying in the hospital. That's too dangerous. Bell tower. That's way too dangerous. Way too dangerous. We right on the fucking footsteps of no, it's still dangerous. <laughs> right, right around the corner, right there. You know what I mean? Where you can see every window from the front. Right. And then so let's let's dive in. You've set up all your cameras. Yep. And you got your parabolic can. mic. You get your fucking your so home first base set you're up. Using parabolic mic. Well, well, here's what I'm saying. Like, how many people do we have access to on our crew? With our just our normal just crew, like Jenna, Chase. Just me oh, just you. me and you. Well, because we're on that show and they only did twos. No, they there was a team of three. There's a couple teams of three. Well, we're just a team of two. Just team of two. Okay, fine. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Um, set up the parabolic dish so it's pointing in in like at the hospital, right? And then let it run for a while. Walk to the other side of the island. Start there, first night, and then you know do some investigating over there, and then start making our way back. And then try to do it like in threes. So like spend like X amount of time here, X amount of time here. And then the prime time hours, hospital. Okay. So at that point you were like, okay, I already got all the walking out of the way. Like I'm by my home base. Everything's been recording. It probably doesn't pick us up 18 fucking what? How long? How far away do we say it was 18 acres? Mm-hmm. It probably doesn't pick you up that far away. It only picks up what's inside of there. Come back, grab the dish, you know, like start walking around. Somebody carries a dish. Somebody carries like a fleer and start doing like burst sessions with the recorders and then take pictures. One thing I've every room. Try. So there's this thing out there. Yeah. There's this guy who does uh, deer drone recovery and he oh. uses thermal imaging on drones oh. to recover deer. I think it would be sick to put a thermal That'd imager on a drone and sweet. Like a ghost hunt. That'd be fucking sweet. So you just have it like circle the island for like an hour. You could set drones to like do patterns too. Yeah, so, like so like you could you set it to literally go around the island all night. It, well, until it was dying. And like once it got well, down like ten percent, ten percent would turn back. Yeah, it turn back and land. Dude, that'd be fucking cool as shit. Oh, could you imagine some of the shots we could get with a fucking drone? Sick as fuck. Oh yeah. It would be fucking sick. I think that would be a really cool like way to investigate is using a drone, because like you could even use it just like if you were to put a night vision camera on it or whatever. Fly it through fly the hallways one night. You know what I mean? You, like you could get some really cool chase videos 
you know, well, not like literally chasing somebody, but like a video to like go with like where you're about to, yeah, where you're or where you're about to fucking investigate. It just flies through it and does like a couple twists. Some sick B roll, sick fucking B roll. All right, it's viewers, listeners, you gotta make this happen. You gotta fund us to make these yeah. dreams All reality. All you have to do is go to our merch store. We need a thousand of you. Or to just buy cash app our... it. <laughs> if a thousand of you buy our new t-shirt, we'll have enough money to do some really dope shit. Fucking cash app is also what goes bump the night. Is it cash cash sign? What goes bump? What goes bump? I don't know if I need to spell that out for anybody, but W H A T. I think they got it. Oh my god! Yeah, so that's. I mean, you know, what I mean, and then just back to basics with the hunting, like you know, start I think doing about sessions. Day fifteen, and... we split up. Like, we spend, ew, god. Like you spend like scary, four or five hours in the hospital. Scary. I spend four or five hours out in the ash fields, and then we switch it up. It's so fucking scary. We'd have to though if we're there for thirty days, like, bro. I'm We'd not going to lie to you. scary shit. I would be fucking terrified. I'd probably end Especially up. Especially like day seven, we catch like a full body apparition and we've already seen like 10 with our eyes. And we're just if like. The, okay. So hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Every night. <laughs> I was going to say, hear me out. The first night when we investigate together, some really fucked up shit happens. And I'm just like, bro, I need you to hold my hand. <laughs> like I, no fucking homo here. Like I. <laughs> I, I am, the crew comes and checks on us. They haven't seen us. Yep, I'm not a homophobe or anything like that. But like, I need We're you to hold my hand. Puddled. Yeah, like, bro, hold We're me. So terrified. I'm fucking screaming. Like, ah, that's <laughs> fucking terrifying. See, that's the thing where I think it would be the hardest. Is I don't know how many days if things were popping off like right away. Like, how many days in a row could I handle paranormal shit? You know what I mean? Because it's not a daily occurrence for me. So yeah, that's very true. It's not uh, not a very occurring. It's thing. like when I go looking for it, but even then, it isn't. It, it's like spirit box stuff. Like doesn't really like. I want. Shit, it like, gets my goat, like, but like when I start getting the feeling, it's like ooh, I'm fucking terrified. Like I want to hear something like jail door opening, like that type of shit again. I chase, yeah, I chase those those highs of when we would catch the evidence where it's like, what the fuck? Like the duck lighting up, the fucking jail cell door, the picture of the fucking like the Reaper. Grim Reaper or the one that I caught or some of the shit that you've caught in pictures. It's like, what the fuck? Like that shit has me singing, right? And that shit don't happen. Like no, like it doesn't. The shit where I was at El East and I thought I saw a fucking shadow person. Or we saw that burst of light in a fucking concrete room and nobody was in there. Yeah, that. Like the like, fuck that is that? Like, that doesn't happen a lot. Like, no, it is like it. It, it is. It probably li- happens a lot, but it's like a sliver. A person. No, dude. It, it, it's one of those like. You have to be in the right place at the exact fucking moment that shit happens. And it is unlikely. But when you put yourself in those situations that you come inevitably closer to those occurrences because of whatever reason they're happening, where they're happening, it does happen. It's not like the most crazy thing in the world to experience this stuff. Right, so if you've seen a ghost, you're not crazy. You actually probably did see it. 
And I want to hear about it. You fucking tell me right yeah, now. Please, so please, email please. us at whatgoesbumppodcast at gmail.com. And you guys have been a fantastic audience today. I love you guys. Thank you for sitting through our rants and rambles. Uh, I think we're probably going to bring some more of this back into the pod because I feel like we've been real still lately with the whole just not just fucking letting it all fly. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we've been reading stories and, you know, like getting not lazy, but like, I know I've been a little lackadaisical. So like, I I don't know, talking about this stuff in depth like this is always fun and it definitely gets my mind juices flowing. So we'll definitely keep doing these listener specials i think they're working out fantastic for both sides yep uh let us know if you like the single episode like so our mini epis uh what did we call the artificial pastas but you did a what goes bump i did do what i got what goes bump mini because my artificial pasta was really fucking wonky i don't once again i don't know if the drive fucked it up i don't know if me ripping the file fucked it up i don't know it was all wonky though like there was multiple like paragraphs that were the same paragraphs but it was in different spots it was weird fixed it i tried to but i was like i just i I don't want to do it (laughs) so i just read a story but it was a good story it wasn't it wasn't my favorite i've ever read but it was let us know what you think of trevor's episode that is out now and do you want us to keep doing these solo episodes because we will definitely continue doing these or we will just do you know like like i said in quick reads i think it's a good opportunity for you guys to like have a shorter episode so that if you don't get left because like you don't get burnt can, out either well sometimes it can take multiple days to finish one podcast you know that's like true an hour like some people they might have a 10 minute drive to work and that's when they listen to that's us. that's true so like all they have time for is 10 epi- 20 minutes a day that's gonna yeah 40 minute episodes can take you two days to finish so i understand like for me i would be like oh cool like 15 minute episode that's perfect i can listen to on my lunch like for me, I think it makes sense. Yeah, it does. It gives it does. us an opportunity to kind of have fun by ourselves doing the podcast too, which I think will make more enjoyable for yeah, us. Yeah, and we can honestly – we don't have to read stories. We can even do like 10-minute topics. Yeah. You know, like just quick like quick little topics where we're like, hey, I thought about this today. I right. thought this was really interesting. Fucking put a timer on your phone for 10 minutes and fucking talk about it. Yeah. Doesn't matter to me at all. Right. I just think like I have a goal for the podcast where I want us to – More content. 100 Bigger. episodes this year yep more content definitely because i really want us to hit like fifty thousand downloads yeah in my mind more episodes means more opportunities for more people to hear us right more releases means oh this podcast is releasing a lot of content maybe we'll get featured on more pages right like i'm just thinking in that sense yeah too. like yeah and i i'm hoping too that um like financially i stabilize a little bit more so that way bear and bear with my episode i had to use a microphone that is not as nice as the studio quality microphones that we have in here i'm going to hopefully be upgrading my setup at my house so i can do those solo episodes and maybe even have jenna come on with me a couple of times you know maybe a weekend or something when me and her are really doing much and violet's chilling we'll just talk about some true crime or talk about you know whatever fits the mold that day so yeah hopefully here pretty soon we'll be able to upgrade our equipment and just continue growing the podcast because you guys are fantastic one way you can help us is like i said if a thousand people buy our new shirt then we can do a lot of awesome stuff we're not getting to fucking italy but Uh, we can definitely a thousand people bought 
we would be pretty damn close to being able to go to Italy. One of us. No. Really? Is it that cheap? I don't think it's that cheap. All right, but nonetheless, you can find us on uh, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, whatever that is now, uh, Google Podcast. You can Google What Goes Bump the Night we just show podcast, up. and we show up now. Um, you can find almost all of our links on What Goes Bump the Night, Podbean. Dot com. Dot com. And if you need any more information, you can go check out the Instagram. You can go check out the Twitter. You can go check out the Facebook page. It's all what goes bump in the night, correct? Okay. Yep, I thought so. Um, all major platforms you listen to anything on. So Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, all the goodness. Audible. Audible now, Amazon. Okay, see every freaking platform. On everything. Trust me, if there is any podcasting platform we are not on, we will get on it. They can lick my nuts if they don't want us on there. Takes me an email. (laughs) That's all it is. Quick flicks. Quick flicks. But I just want to thank you guys again for being such an amazing audience. I can't thank you guys enough for being as awesome as you are and helping us reach our goals every time we set them. You guys rock. Rock. Yeah. Never missed. Never missed. Never missed. And, I mean, we're only like 74 episodes away from the Bumpy Awards. So if you love this episode, keep it in mind for when the Bumpy Award votes come up and you can bump this thing up to the top. We're going to keep reminding you subtly as we approach the awards because (laughs) I think Subtly. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be a big, big one. When we get to episode 200, have the bumpies, Rick and Billy, of course, will probably be hosting because allegedly they got a big fish on the hook too, a big celebrity fish. They do. So yeah, before we actually send off, like I said in episode 124, we have Bart Zabrell coming on the show on February 22nd. It's gonna be really freaking awesome. He is a moon theory moon landing theory conspiracist he's been punched in the face by buzz aldrin fucking sweet that's fucking sweet (laughs) he's award-winning filmmaker and director and author author. yeah he's been in the new york times washington post you fucking name it all the big ones very interesting big cat right there yeah and his publicist reached out to us and scheduled an interview so we're super excited Bart, if you're listening to try to learn who we are, we're super excited to have you on the podcast and learn more about you and what you want to talk about and probably his books, I'm gonna imagine. I would definitely want to know more about his like his history, what got him all gypped and jazzed and just joshing for yeah, this. Yeah, I wanna stuff. know how he got into the moon landing. And I wanna know if he believes in aliens. One hundred percent if you are a conspiracy theorist for the moon landing being a hoax and other things like that you probably don't believe in aliens do you believe in aliens do you believe in paranormal i would think that you don't believe in aliens if you think the moon landing was a hoax what else does he conspiracy theorize then he might i'm not saying that he does (laughs) but like then he might not believe in space travel like if humans can't accomplish it then what makes you think another species could oh lord all right this has been a great episode i wonder if he actually thinks we've actually landed rovers on like mars and shit I don't fucking know. Honestly, I don't know anything about 
how physics works in the vacuum of space. And I hope he's so ready for cool. a super uncut episode because we're just going to just be ourselves. So I'm unapologetically Trevor. <laughs> 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 That's all I got to say. All right. I love you guys. Let's get out of here. All right. Remember, folks, keep your ears and eyes open for what really goes. Bump in the night. Love you guys. Thank you.